good day ha. welcome to busy minds podcast it is nice to be here again i know i've taken a holiday for quite some time now but it was needed and it's still needed for me to take a holiday i've been writing my exams i'm still a student and the break is necessary but this topic was just too interesting to just stay away and keep in the oven till it's time it's ready it's going to be a very short episode I love the concept, I love the topic, I enjoy it and I hope you enjoy it too. I'm banking on whatever faith is in the universe to help me communicate this point as clearly as possible. It's going to be a short episode, but I hope you've been doing active reading. I hope you've been reading to make sense of the world. I hope you have become more articulate in trying to communicate the things you want to communicate and you have become self-aware by reading. I know I'll still come to a part two of bibliotherapy, self-awareness, how to do self-awareness by reading books. So the topic for today's podcast is the wisdom of Solomon. The wisdom of Solomon. Okay, so if you have read in your Bible, when Solomon became king, um, the Bible says he was imbued with wisdom by God. And the first test of his wisdom was two ladies came, uh, two prostitutes. They came to him bearing a child. One said, oh, uh, my child is... Uh, one said this one's child is dead or this child is mine and both of them laid claims to the child but we actually know what happened as part the viewers and the readers and the audience that one of them actually smothered a baby in her sleep she slept and slept on the baby and killed the child and out of her misery she wanted the other woman's child for herself so there was a contest and there was a dispute and they came to Solomon and you know everyone was like and how, how 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 is Solomon going to solve this case? But we know how Solomon solved the case. But let me quickly ask you a question. Who needs the wisdom of Solomon when you can simply order a DNA test? Welcome to the 21st century. I don't think no two people will be, you know, fighting over a child. They will just go to court. The court will order a DNA test, a maternity test, a few PCR testing, and we have the results of who the mother is but then what happens when the technology is missing you have to revert back to the wisdom of solomon so um looking back at the judgment of solomon between both prostitutes the disputes of the baby i examined solomon's judgment and i felt like well solomon's judgment was predicated on the fact that a mother naturally has compassion for her child so one of them naturally exhibited compassion the other one was wicked and mean she said of course kill the baby and give us and the other one the real mother said no give it to her of course that's a mother's natural compassion isn't that so obvious to all of us everybody knows that men mothers tend to love their children even animals mother bear mama lion lioness tigress you know even animals love their their offsprings so that was like a very pretty obvious information that solomon used in exercising judgment but the bible still said that people were astonished at the judgment why because although we know for a fact that a mother's compassion is you know it's natural 
we do not we did not necessarily see how such information could come to bear until solomon contextualized that information so what is my point my point is this my, my very first point is this that you can know something which is the problem with a lot of people you can know something you can have a lot of information and still don't know how to use that information it's very possible you and i both know that a mother naturally has compassion for her child for her children but if faced with such a judgment would that information come to bear and are we going to use it to make that judgment so yes it seemed like common knowledge it seemed like common sense but it elicited so much shock and awe in everybody who heard the judgment i was like well yes come on this thing is obvious but wow for this guy to be able to use this common knowledge information to make such good judgment he was a wise man so that's just the number one point um, about contextualizing information so you must have been learning how to do active reading read a lot read to make sense of the world but this is my point if you keep reading and reading and reading and you fail to exercise the knowledge you have it will just be a waste you will just look into the world and you will still be like the man who is not read at all it will be a stupid thing if you cannot use what you know because there is no difference between someone who knows and someone who does not know but cannot use what he knows the only bragging right is well i've read this but there will be no significant change to it that you have read it so my first call to you is learn how to contextualize information now look at books and knowledge like a football if i give you a football i do not expect you to just keep it in your house I expect that you take the ball, you train with it, practice how to shoot the ball, practice how to dribble, practice how to attack, practice how to nod, you have to toss it in the air. The same thing that you do with knowledge, when you read something, when you read a text, when you read a book, you pick it up, you toss it, you toss it around in your head, you ask questions, you throw it at people, you discuss it. This is why we discuss and this is why Plato, Aristotle, Socrates, their whole school of philosophy was founded on discussion having discussion discussion is a way of tossing around the knowledge you know and making a skill out of it so it is not enough for you to read not all readers are critical thinkers if you must be a critical thinker you must toss the knowledge you have the information you have gotten you must throw it around mess it up box it just play with it to gain the skill you need so the knowledge you have is like a tool you must sharpen your skill and you sharpen your skill by thinking by debating by questioning by writing those are the ways you sharpen your skill and become a critical thinker now back to the question who needs the wisdom of solomon when you can simply order a dna test now see technology is quite simple um technology has not failed in its objectives the objectives of technology is this let us make life easier for man but i have i have a point to raise which i believe affects most of all today of course we are all living in 21st century and if you are hearing me right now of course you are hearing me over your phone except maybe anyone who can hear me in real time 
but this is the 21st century and as we go we are becoming more and more involved with technology so we outsource some of our responsibilities our tasks our activities to our technological devices with our smartphones our laptops our tvs we we outsource our entertainment to tv to our smartphones we cannot do some stuff without the internet and of course yes when we want to do a paternity test we always resort back to a dna test but this is my call today see the more you outsource the technology the more it takes from you Technology is a good thing, but of course, we have to be moderate in its use. And technology can easily become a surrogate. Technology can easily become a surrogate to doing the necessary work that we have to do. So one of the things that will help you in life, in gaining practical wisdom, is to distance yourself a little bit from technology and revert back to nature. I myself... After my evening meal, I tend to always go for a walk. I observe people. I stay away from my phone. I observe how people do things. I interact with physical people. Social media is good in keeping in touch with those who are far away, who are at a distance, the people you miss. But don't be so involved in your smartphone, in your with your laptops that you cannot interact with your physical natural world the best philosophers i know the best thinkers i know the best writers i know they are those who are able to you know take a holiday brief holiday as brief as possible away from every distraction of technology and have contact with nature have contact with the beautiful trees observe the sky uh, play with their pets observe the birds interact with uh, people you know just walk up to someone tell them they are looking good it helps you to become more emotionally healthy more intellectually active Uh, you will no longer be passive and you will realize that it will help your reading as well and your thinking so yes you have a maternity test you can always revert to a dna test but this is my appeal to you that don't let technology be a surrogate for doing the things you have to do technology is important You can do a DNA test, but you still need the wisdom of Solomon because the advancement of the human race is not in technology, it's in the wisdom of Solomon, it's in the wisdom of invention. The best invention comes from making a copy of what nature already is. So today, go back to the basics, go back to nature, tell someone physically that you really want to talk to them you really admire them engage with someone physically think on the things you have read practice your information debate argue have talks listen to music dance in the rain have a good time you can be happy thank you i hope this was okay And I'm really hoping and in the shortest possible time that you are listening to me again on Busy Minds Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Please share with your friends as always. Let's make history together. Thank you.